Welcome to Canada's podcast. Welcome to Canada's podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs in Canada. I'm Phil Bliss, founder of Canada's podcast. Today, we're going to meet Maz Power, who's the CEO at SA Capital Partners. Maz's expertise includes private placement and investment, obviously raising capital, structuring debt and equity capital, and managing the risk and investment developing new business opportunities and leading new due diligence teams. He has a proven ability to develop and maintain strong working relationships at all levels within an organization. So, so Maz, welcome to Canada's podcast. It's, 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 it's great to have you. I, I know you're just over the border in Chicago, but when we chatted, you said that you certainly, you know, help to finance a lot of uh, uh, Canadian operations. And I think it's important to, to meet every so often people in your position to get some, some kind of feedback for those people that are out trying to raise money to, 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 you know, to realize their vision, if you like. Um, uh, and, and you are an entrepreneur, you're the founder and, and everything else. So I think that's great. But before we go into sort of a general conversation, just do what I always ask is, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, what you're doing now, you, you know, you know, why you're talking to me, if you like, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, first off, uh, Phil, thank you for uh, having me on your podcast, big fan. Um, you know, I really, uh, you know, think that what you're doing for the uh, the Canada region in terms of just bringing awareness to a lot of uh entrepreneurs, small business owners, in terms of just giving them some more insight is uh, invaluable. Um, Actually, just to give you a sense, I mean, we as sort of in the business side of it is we actually have the highest entrepreneurship. We're about 20% of the the country is is entrepreneur-driven businesses. It's very, very interesting. Wow, very impressive. Uh, Yeah, so a little bit about myself. Um, so I, yes, I am, uh, the, uh, CEO of SA Capital Partners, um, at SA Capital Partners, um, essentially started this business to primarily focus in terms of working with early stage growth stage ventures, um, that are seeking capital, um, any sort of M&A types of needs and bringing, uh, a different type of model to the table. Uh, prior to this, I owned and ran my own, uh, boutique investment banking group out of Chicago. Uh, that focused more on the middle market. Um, did that for a number of years um, and started SA Capital about you know five six years ago. So, um, in terms of uh, working in the uh, the uh, uh, Canadian region, um, worked with a number of clients uh, in Canada. Um, obviously, there's a synergistic fit. You know, being you know our neighbor up north. Um, you know, a lot of U.S. based investors um, are looking to heavily invest into the. Canadian region. Um, so just, it, it, it just completely opens it up. Um, you know, when, um, you know, dealing with a lot of, you know, early stage growth stage businesses, um, you know, this is something that, you know, over the last, I want to say, you know, five to 10 years, things have definitely, you know, changed, you know, a bit in terms of things opening up and, you know, cross-border type of transactions and so on and so forth. So you meet tons of entrepreneurs. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean, I looked at your background, and it's very much, uh, you know, in sort of 
investment economics analysis. Da, 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 da. But now you're you, you're obviously leading a group that that's raising raising money for for uh, you know to realize sort of entrepreneurial kind of opportunities. From do you think entrepreneurs are wired differently? You meet them all the time, so it's good to get an observation. You know, what's your impressions of, of entrepreneurs as an investor and slash analyst? I mean, is is there some sort of profile? Can you give us some insights into who we are or what we should be, if if you like? Just trying to get that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely think there is um, certain characteristics um, that fit any entrepreneur. Um, You know, right off the bat, you know, obviously taking a look at it, you know, there's a level of, you know, having that ability to take risks. Um, You know, I don't think, you know, you're going to be a successful entrepreneur if you're not willing to take risks. Um, Mm -hmm. I think being uh, having that quality of being able to multitask as well. Um, is something that's you know somewhat necessary in order to be successful as an entrepreneur, um, and just being open-minded. You know, um, a lot of you know when you're starting a business, and no matter what industry you're starting in, and there's there's a level of trial and error, um, and you know you're going to make some right decisions and you're going to make some wrong decisions. But you know, it's having the ability to go back and you know being able to pivot um, is something that I feel is very necessary for any successful entrepreneur. Um, and especially in this climate, um, I, I think you know right now we're at a, a place where it's extremely competitive. Um, you know, over the last several years, you know, there's more early stage growth stage companies more than there has ever been in the past. Um, so it's having that ability to, you know, really withstand the competition and you know being uh, able to really you know bring something to the table that's you know. Uh, Somewhat innovative, um, somewhat different, um, and um, just being very open-minded, you know, when coming, uh, when you know, uh, you know, entering this uh, space. So you, you know, you're in in the north, but you, but on the U.S. side, mm-hmm. you notice that sort of a difference, you sort of between the the, the Canadian, the sort of entrepreneur that's you know emerging looking looking for financing versus the US one I'm just in, just wondering uh, if if, there, if you you see No it. I mean you know from that perspective I think you know any entrepreneur whether you know obviously I think it that matters more you know obviously if you know when you're looking at certain entrepreneurs that are coming out of a more um you know out of the Toronto region compared to something that's a little bit you know, not as, you know, city-like. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think that's really where you see, you know, somewhat difference. Um, obviously, entrepreneurs that are coming out of a more of a city type of atmosphere, it's a little bit, they're really used to the competition. And, you know, they understand that, you know, from uh, the onset, there's a lot more competition than, you know, maybe uh, compared to, you know, if you're not in, you know, uh, a big city for that matter. You're an entrepreneur yourself. I mean, you know, you you've you know you, you've built something uh, that does does the task of investment. Um, what are you most excited about today in your business? I mean, you know, from say five years ago. 
you know, I, I think that the biggest um, thing that really excites me is the direction that a lot of companies are going in. Um, you know, five years ago, seven years ago, um, it was a very diff difficult place, uh, space to be in when you're starting an early stage growth stage business. Um, essentially, you had, you know, especially in the States, you primarily had to go down that Silicon Valley route, that VC mm -hmm. route. Um, these days, the emergence of many different types of investors, you know, whether it's your smaller family offices, your high net worth individuals, angel investors, it's completely opened up the doors. Um, and there's been a lot of success stories. Um, so a lot more investors are a lot more open to investing into early stage growth stage companies, as opposed to, you know, several years ago when, um, you know, uh, it was a very considered a very risky space to invest into. So in terms of early stage, so, you know, you have got all kinds of listeners and viewers sort of look at these things that are those people. Mm -hmm. um, what must, what, you know, what do they need? What, what, what things mustn't they miss out? Okay. That, 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 that you see, no, you, you see people like that every day of the week. Mm -hmm. And obviously certain ones make it through, others don't. What do the ones that make it through have that those others don't? You, you know, uh, I'll be very candid with you. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, a lot of times less is more. And I, I find that the entrepreneurs or, you know, the companies that are starting out you know, sometimes they try to tackle on too much too quickly. Um, and I think, you know, the ones that kind of focus on one sector and you understand, <laughs> even though they may have uh, a strategy eventually to branch into other types of industries, products, whatever the case may be, um, I think it's better to focus, you know, and take it slowly as opposed to doing too much at once. Um, and that scares a lot of investors because, you know, right away they realize that the more different products or uh, different industries that you're tackling, the more capital it's going to require. Yeah. So I think, it, you know, the ones that kind of do understand that and they try to focus, you know, and take it one step at a time. Um, those are the ones that, you know, do have a higher success rate than, you know, as opposed to somebody who's trying to do everything at once. Okay, so let's move away from those insights which are, which are great by the way that's super you. you know i mean you're here as an entrepreneur yourself you know what's the greatest challenge you face in your business to date uh, you know I, I think you know um it's keeping the communication channels open um on all areas and what i mean by that you know whether internally um within you know speaking to your employees you know understanding what's going on um, you know, being open-minded to, you know, like I said before, pivot, make those adjustments, whether it's to your own business model, um, whatever the case may be, you kind of have to evolve um, as time progresses. Um, um, it's also very important um, to have uh, strong communication channels, you know, whether it's your clients or customers or whatever the case may be, um, in terms of really understanding from them, you know, certain Things that they they may not understand, and you know, kind of walking their hand through the, you know, the, you know, holding their hand throughout the process. 
um, for a lot of entrepreneurs, um, it is, you know, when they are starting out from scratch, it is a lot of times when they do come to us, it is their first rodeo in terms of, you know, raising capital. And sometimes there's certain things that they may not understand. Um, so from a timeline perspective, it's really communicating that the right way and making them understand that, you know, it's, it does take time sometimes. And um, you really have to, you know, have that ability to present it and, you know, not have a one size fits all approach, you know, when speaking to an investor, um, doing your homework and understanding, you know, certain investors want certain things a certain way and, you know, just communicating those things. So I think communication is, you know, someone, you know, that's always the biggest challenge, you know, uh, when starting any business, you know, whether it's internally or it's externally in terms of dealing with your uh, customers or clients. In terms of investment, what's hot at the moment? There's been changes. So, I mean, I'm pretty familiar with the tech side of things. So I'm just curious to see, you know, what are the things that, that you know, your, your in, in investment kind of clients are, uh, are interested in? So, you know, technology, tech is always going to be a very um, hot space. And, you know, uh, obviously, if you can figure out an easier way to do something, that's going to entice any investor because that's going to be a very easy, um, uh, you know, product or service to present to you know uh, a certain demographic. Um, healthcare has always been something that is obviously at the forefront of everything, especially coming out of a pandemic, um, and you know a lot of people um, are looking for you know better ways to do certain things. Um, so you know tech, healthcare. Um, and then, you know, obviously products and services, you know, any time you can introduce something that, you know, puts a different spin on something um, that may already exist or something that's completely different um, has always been something that excites a lot of investors. You know, in terms of building your own business, it kind of flipped between advice and, and yourself, uh, pardon me, but... Now, what's the best piece of advice that you've received that you kind of keep in your back pocket and use all the time? You know, or Open door policy. All the time, you know, but yeah. it's there, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I try to keep an open door policy. Um, like I said, I, you know, I can't say it enough. Communication is very important. And it's one of those things that... Um, you know, as you do communicate with your employees internally, um, it's not something that you just want to brush off or ignore. Um, you have to be open-minded. Mm -hmm. um, so um, when listening to, because, you know, keep in mind, a lot of your employees are in there, um, you know, every day dealing with, you know, customers and clients. Um, so they, they have a lot of uh, invaluable feedback that they're going to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really, you know, listening to them and, you know, keeping those, those uh, doors open and you know, having an open door policy where they feel comfortable um, to come um, to you to communicate, you know, certain things that they feel, you know, can, you know, possibly uh, improve your business model or, you know, you know, it, you know, if it makes sense to make certain changes. So let's have some fun questions. That's all been pretty serious stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you weren't doing what you were doing now, what would you be doing instead? Oh, um, 
That's a really tough question. Again, I'm not going to lie. Um, I probably would have said if you asked me this question, you know, maybe 15, 20 years ago, I probably would have told you, yeah, I want to be an NBA basketball player. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, I love speak, you know, I love speaking to people. Um, um, you know, I, I, I like giving advice. Um, so I like the advisory components. Um, mm -hmm. you know, maybe I would be like yourself and, you know, have my own podcast, you know, something along those lines. You know, I always ask people, what book are you currently reading? But it could be listening to, you know, uh, or if not that, what would you recommend to people that they, that they shouldn't, shouldn't, they should, you know, take time and, 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 and listen to it or read it? Yeah, I'm a huge podcast person. So, I, I mean, you know, obviously, I, I like to listen to various different podcasts um, in terms of um, recent books. I just read uh, Grant Cardone's 10X Rules. Um, mm -hmm. I thought it was a well-written book. Um, you know, he gave a lot of insight in terms of, you know, his business. And, you know, keep in mind, you know, even if it's a completely different industry, it's always great because an entrepreneur's journey is very similar, even though, you know, it may be a yeah, completely different industry. And, you know, obviously he's uh, specializes more in the real estate side of things. Mm -hmm. um, but there's always a sales component to any business that you do. So anytime Absolutely. you get uh, valuable sales secrets or insights, it's definitely going to help you in uh, a major way. So the fun thing, I always ask this, and you've listened to my podcast. I know are you a morning or a night person. I am definitely more of a night person. Um, you know, I feel like that, that's when I get a lot. Twenty percent. It's about eighty percent morning and twenty percent night person. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I definitely get my creative juices flowing a lot more in the evening time, um, but you know, in in this uh, industry. Um, you sometimes, whether it's mornings or nights, you're kind of thrown in there, <laughs> you know, right away. If you had to pick one word to describe yourself, what would it be and why would you choose that word? Um, I think uh, um, the one word to describe myself is ambitious. That's good. And I, I, I've always been, you know, one of those people that um, um, really um, believed in accountability and, you know, taking ownership on certain things. Um, so, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, uh, when you start any business, the goal is to, you know, really, you know, um, not only, you know, push your business, but to do, you know, good things. And, you know, it all goes together. And, you know, uh, I think, you know, that the reason why I feel like anybody, you know, has a strong ambition is to eventually it, it is to help people. You know? So what, what's keeping you up at night these days? The economy. <laughs> you know, um, I, I definitely think the economy is um, something that's keeping a lot of entrepreneurs up. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of uncertainty, especially here in the United States and globally everywhere. You know, well, same, um, the same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's uh, it's the same things, you know, um, and I think, um, you know, um, a lot of being uh, an entrepreneur in whatever industry, it's a lot like playing chess. 
You, mm-hmm. you want to be three steps ahead. So um, in doing that, you really want to, you know, have your ears out there in terms of understanding, you know, what's going on, you know, from an economic perspective um, and how one could pivot and make adjustments and changes. Hmm. You know, I, I hate to say it, but we're coming to the end of my, my, my 25 minutes here. It was, it was really fast. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, uh, I really, how can people get a hold of you? You know, the, especially because, you, you know, you're obviously in, in the investment side. So I'm sure there's going to be quite a few entrepreneurs that, that might, want to get, might want to to sort of connect with you. Yeah, I mean, the easiest way would be to go to our website directly, uh, www.sacapitalpartners, with an S, LLC.com. Um, there you could uh, definitely schedule a call or, you know, get, um, you know, or email information, shoot us an email. But that would probably be the best way to get a hold of us. Um, I could also, you know, leave you with our main number, which is 212-235-2761. Well, thanks very very much for coming on, as we kind of changed changed this around a few times. We're both busy people. Yeah, I know. You know, I want to apologize. You know, it's it's like I told you, like coming out of the new year, um, these holidays took a little bit longer than you know we were used to the last uh, several years. But I, I want to thank you for having me on. Um, like I said, I'm a big fan. I think you're um, doing a, a really good thing. You know, for a lot of entrepreneurs in the you know the in the Canadian region, and um, you know. I, I really appreciate you having me on. Thanks very much. Appreciate that. Thanks for coming. Bye-bye. Yep. Take care.